final hour of the Bill Michaels Show. Glad to have you. Glad to have you. Bill Michaels Show continues on. There is uh, some scrappiness in the world of uh, the NBA when it comes to uh, Jokic and Joel Embiid and company and Giannis being thrown into the mix. You're looking at uh, an MVP, Steph Curry, uh, possibly getting some, Chris Paul. Uh, There's so many different players right now that uh, could win an MVP. Uh, But Giannis is having a hell of a season. And the Milwaukee Bucks right now, in the grand scheme of things, when it comes to the overall standings right now, the Bucks uh, only a couple of games behind the Bulls, thirty-six and twenty-three. Uh, they uh, are doing it with putting some new pieces together and such, and uh, trying to pick up a couple of guys that are going to give them some defensive prowess. But to talk more about it, our buddy Jim Ozarski from the Journal Sentinel joining us uh, on the hotline. Jim, how you been, pal? I am good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Uh, so, give me your thoughts right now on the season. It's funny because we talk all the time about you know, kind of being in the moment and such. But the fact that the, the Bucks have kind of been a little bit off of the radar because of so much Rodgers talk, Packers talk, NFL talk and such. And now all of a sudden our focus comes back to the NBA, comes back to the Bucks, And, oh, yeah, by the way, they're on a quest to win another championship. We shouldn't be this arrogant, but we kind of are. We're looking at the regular season as just a regular season. Let's get to the postseason already, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's um, – look, I, I mean, this this – sort of the mindset that came about really uh, I'd say probably after that Eastern conference finals loss, you know, three, three years ago, right, Bill? I mean, you know, a team that wins 60 plus games blitzes the league and sort of falls short of that expectation. Well, that, then that becomes the expectation. Keep winning a bunch in the regular season. That's what you expect. And then get to the playoffs. And then obviously when you cash it in, it, you you earn that benefit of the doubt, especially in the NBA. I think baseball, even if you're a defending champion, it, it, it's still such a grind to, to, to get there that you don't really think you can breeze through a regular, you know, 162 games. But I think in basketball, that that exists. And you know, the Bucks. Look, Bill, you, you said they're just out of the Eastern Conference top spot two games. But here's the interesting thing: they're only two games out of the play-in tournament in the loss column. So, Mm -hmm. like, these games actually matter. Tonight's game against Philly matters in in the tiebreaker. And and that sprint, those final 20 games, the East is so compact that tiebreakers are going to matter in the division. Um, And and so it's going to be really interesting. I think if you're a Bucs fan, just kind of coming out of football haze, as you said, there's no baseball. And these regular season games might actually matter down the stretch. They lost a couple of back-to-back, one to Phoenix, one to Portland. Portland, they didn't have Giannis, obviously, uh, and then they come back and they win in a big way. Giannis drops 50 against Indiana. You talked about Philadelphia coming up, Brooklyn coming up, Miami coming up, Chicago uh, on March 4th at Chicago, then back at the Pfizer Forum on the 22nd. You're right. They got a lot of big games and some nationally televised games coming up. TNT tonight, then ABC on the weekend. Uh, you've got ESPN, uh, what is it, two or three ESPN games, some ABC games. they they got a lot of nationally televised games. So tell me right now, Brooke Lopez not being there, getting Serge Ibaka, trying to put some pieces around Giannis to kind of give him just those extra little bit, that extra little oomph to get him over the top. Give me your thoughts on Ibaka right now and, and where that stands. Yeah, I, th- I, I think it was a, a good trade. I mean, I, I, I hesitate to say it's, 
you know, them trying to recreate the PJ Tucker deal of a year ago, but it is along the same lines. I mean, Serge Ibaka is a plus defender with age and injury questions coming in last year. PJ Tucker, we wondered, is that ankle good? You know, is, does he have anything left? And we found out clearly that he did. So I think Ibaka's in the same vein, except the difference being this year, Kevin Durant's still there. That, that okay, he's a problem in and of himself. <laughs> you know, should the Bucks get there? But but in this East, look, the Cavs beat him up. You know, the, the Bucks barely beat him at home. They lost to him in Cleveland. You know, all both teams at full strength. Um, Joel Embiid's going to be a problem. You don't even if Lopez is back for the playoffs. You don't want Giannis dealing with Embiid on a regular basis because that just invites foul trouble and him expending so much energy. So Embiid's a problem, right? Um, and, 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 you know, Chicago, we'll see with Vucevic and, and, and whatnot. But I, I think it's you needed that big to help defend those guys, to help Giannis rebound, help Bobby Portis rebound. Um, so, so I think it's a good move. Um, I mean, we'll see. Obviously, that if he's got enough left in the tank to to be that kind of defender and rebounder in the playoffs. So go back to the Brook Lopez comment. Is there a thought, a hope, or an expectation for Brook Lopez to be back come the postseason? I think it started out as a hope back in January. I believe that has turned into an expectation. Um, He's you know he hasn't been cleared to practice. I, I think there's another checkup he has to have in order to get that clearance um i don't know if that checkup is coming on their next west coast trip here where they they go to sacramento they go to the bay area and maybe he could you know shoot to to la to see his doctors again um but i mean john horse the other day bill uh said you know brooks gonna be back and that was probably the most definitive statement we've heard from them because they've tried to hedge it a little bit you know so i think that's the expectation now we still don't know when, and right. we don't know how many minutes and what that's going to mean. But look, but look, if he can play 10, 11 minutes, and then Serge can play 15 to 17, 15 to 18, that might be ideal because you've got guys who, you know, can kind of max out, right? Like that high leverage reliever, you know, bring him in, he can throw 100 for an inning, <laughs> right? Yeah, and, and, right. and that's what he can give you. So maybe that's that's the plan, and maybe on the best end of it, you know, Lopez plays the last two weeks of April and is in much better shape coming into the playoffs. What about DeAndre Bember? He comes in for uh, Pat Connaughton, who had the surgery on the finger, obviously, and, and they're hoping to get him back towards the end of the season. But uh, tell me about DeAndre Bembry and you, what you think he adds to the mix. Yeah, so right now, Bill, I think DeAndre Bembry is, is, a, is a big wing. He's got a 6'9 wingspan. Uh, really going to contribute defensively at this point, but I don't mean to discount what he could be in the playoff, but right now it's about, as you said, what kind of bridging the gap to the end of the season. They're, they're just running out of bodies here, Bill. I mean, right. Hill's been out since January with a neck injury, whatever that is. Pat Connaughton won't be back till the very end of the season. Wesley Matthews has had his variety of injuries here since he signed. They just need, you know, they had a, a, a plethora of wings, right? And then they trade Rodney Hood and Dante, <laughs> and then and then Pat Connaughton gets hurt. I don't know if in the playoffs we'd see a whole lot of DeAndre Bembry. Um, I, I don't think he's going to be that kind of impact guy in the postseason, provided everyone's healthy. 
Like, I don't think he might crack that top nine, that top 10. Um, right. Cause, yeah. But so that we'll see that's TBD. I think for now he's healthy and he's going to, you know, he's made a, a 53% of his quarter threes. He hasn't taken a ton, but he's made those shots this year. They're hoping that travels with him from Brooklyn. <laughs> and then he can finish around the rim. He's a dunker. He's a big guy. Uh, and so, you know, that, that, that part of the offense bill that the Bucks have worked in this last two years with the guards cutting to the baseline, um, he actually can finish, you know, Grayson Allen's athletic Drew holiday, but, but I think Bembry, if he's down there, he can, he can flush it. The, uh, give me your thoughts real quick on Grayson Allen. Cause I know he's still listed his day to day. Yeah. Uh, real quick. I, I doubt he'll play tonight. He's got, he's dealing with this, this hip soreness. It's both hips bill. So I don't know what, what that is. I don't know if he's had that in his history, but, but getting him right coming back out of the all-star break will be important. Look, he's, he's been a really good fit. You know, I think he's maybe surprised the team with the way he can defend some of his athleticism. You're going to need him feeling good going into the playoffs because uh, Bembry may not need to score. Abaka may not need to score. There's going to be time bill in the playoffs where Grayson Allen's going to have to give you 15 points, right? Or not, or give you nine, but they were big, you know, big baskets late. So they're going to need him to be healthy coming out of the break. Who are you going to play more, Abaka or Bobby Portis? Oh, I, I think uh, I think Bobby Portis has gotten to that point where where he's even if and when Brook Lopez comes back and maybe he quote unquote starts. Port, I mean Portis, as we've said, he's going to have to be the guy um, that that plays. That, that secondary big role with Giannis. He's playing, he's, he's shooting it too well. He's playing too well. He's got what, 19 double doubles. Uh, there's that stretch. He's, you know, shooting 47% from three bill. Um, I, I think he's played his way into those major minutes. Um, the, uh, the schedule, the rest of the way we talked about, there's some difficulty there, but give me your thoughts on this because I keep saying, Hey, if they just end up in the top two or three, that's all they care about. I don't. I, last year, we saw two years ago when they went for the best record and such, and and they were plowing forward, and you thought this is great. And then when you realize they got to the this is the finish line, the finish line was a regular season, and they kind of ran out of gas, and they ended up getting beat. Last year, I, I think uh, what what happened with Budenholzer was he got his guys back with about ten games to go. He he because all season long he was like a mad scientist tinkering with rotations tinkering with defenses with who could handle what and and then he got to the uh, the last portion of the season the last 10 games he got his guys back and healthy and then he kind of honed it and then they went on that run this year i get the same sense don't you like it's just we get through the injuries we start to get guys back we're going to hopefully get them back with anywhere from five to ten games to go we really kind of hit our stride and then come the postseason boom we turn it on do you get that sense yeah i do um, I, I think the one thing to be a little, that's a little different this year, Bill. So last year, the seeding, look, they, you didn't want to play Brooklyn and Philly back to back, right? Right. That's what would have happened if Atlanta didn't upset Philly and the Ben Simmons collapse and all that stuff. The East is so good this year, Bill. Right now, you know, Brooklyn's the eighth seed. Kevin Durant's coming back. They were the one seed when he was playing. I mean, if you're the one, do you want to play Brooklyn? You might say, oh, that's, that's maybe not. But if you're the three in Brooklyn, which, that's the problem here is I don't know if you can play the seeding game. So to your point, I think if you're the Bucks, it's about starting to peak, as you said, like a year ago. 
whether that means you're one, two, or three, or whether that means Brooklyn's down at seven or eight or whatever, or somehow, right? You know, Embiid and Giannis have both missed about a dozen games each. Right, Who's right. to say either of them won't miss more going forward? So somehow you get a weird 3-6, right? I, I think, Bill, you're right. It's about this team peaking with themselves, Pat being healthy and finding that shooting rhythm with a broken finger in his right hand, right, that just healed. And Brooke Lopez right. getting on the court, and then you just kind of deal with it, right? Because if, you, if you're going to go to the finals again, you're going to have to beat those teams anyway, right? So – it's yes. about, yeah, I think you're right, just getting themselves right at the end of this year. The biggest threat to the Bucks in the East is who? Oh, wow. Uh, man, the Kyrie thing is just such a such a mess. I I mean, I, I think if, if the Bucks have home court, <laughs> you'd think that's a good thing, but that means you maybe see Kyrie right. four times. Um, and let's not pretend that his injury wasn't a big deal last year in the playoffs. So I wouldn't want to see Brooklyn. (laughs) Uh, And yeah, that'd be the one still for me, Bill, because I think Cleveland, even though they added Karis LeVert, they might push the bucks to six or seven games. I mean, they play a style that, that is physical and daunting and they're going to want it. But I think the bucks are better. I think the bucks are better than Philadelphia, even with James Harden. There's Drew holiday out there. Like that's Drew's mission is James Harden, and I, I feel right. good about that. If I'm the Bucks, and then you've got a Baca Lopez, you know, and and Giannis to handle Embiid, um, I, I think the Bucks can beat Philly in six or seven as well. Brooklyn's a scary one to me, uh, just because of what Durant, what we've seen him do <laughs> last year, what we saw him do last year. Sure, what we've seen him do, and then Kyrie and and, and a healthy Ben Simmons. Always good to talk to you, my friend. We enjoy it. And uh, as we start to uh, venture towards the postseason and further into the Bucks season, we'll touch base again, okay? All right. Sounds good, Bill. Be- take Appreciate care. it, Jim. Talk to you soon. There you go. Jim Ozarski from the Journal Sentinel joining us for a couple of minutes on the hotline. And uh, great to have him on board and uh, talk a little Bucks basketball. And he's right, you know, I, with the whole thing. And the thing with Kyrie right now is the way it's set up with the mandates in New York is only the home team gets penalized for not having vaccination. The visiting teams don't. So, you know, Adam Silver has now spoken out on this, and there's some issues there, and we'll, we'll see what ends up happening in New York. But as many cities across the country begin to lift their mask mandates at this point, um, you got to wonder what's going to eventually happen with uh, with Brooklyn uh, over in that area. So we'll see. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends with John Atley and the whole gang over there at the Water Doctors. Uh, you can learn more about donating to the Custom Canine Service Dog Academy because there's a lot of veterans. They help veterans in this area. And I love these guys, the Water Doctors. Um, this whole thing with them helping veterans and supplying service dogs, and they try to raise enough money to train a service dog and sponsor a service dog, and you can do that. And if you want to just donate a little bit of money or a lot of money, whatever it happens to be, they can help. You, it, it all helps. But in, in addition to that, uh, they have the best water softening system out there, and that's the Connecticut water softening system. Right there in Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha, you can go to h2theletterodoctors.com, h2odoctors.com, h2odoctors.com, or call them, 262 262- 549 I'm telling you, I use it. I have it. I swear by it. It is the best water softening system I've ever had, and I've had three other ones in my lifetime. 
this is by far the best. By far. And uh, whether you, you can work out a deal with them. There's all kinds of different deals that they have. But uh, 262-549-7733. More of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Glad you're on board. Bill Michaels Show, we continue on. Good stuff from Jim Ozarski. Got to say thanks to our friends at Cunis RV, the home of the big unit cruiser. Go to Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. That is CunisRV.com. And uh, see what they have to offer. They got all kinds of good stuff out of Cunis. Really, really, uh, when you talk about getting ready for the uh, the summer months, and getting into the summer season and what you're going to do, where you're going to venture, all that kind of stuff. Cunis, they've got Jayco, Alliance, Coachman, Forest River, Gulfstream, Nexus, Heartland, Cross. I mean, I can go on and on. Winnebago, Redwood, so much more. Keystone. Uh, and whether it's a motorhome, a fifth wheel, a camper van, travel trailer, Cunis has got you covered. They're the, they, they carry all the best-selling brands. They offer consignment. They have great financing. As finance rates continue to go up, so if you're going to buy, you might want to buy now. But Cunis RV has locations all over the state of Wisconsin, all over Wisconsin. Get a hold of Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. That is CunisRV.com and see everything that they have to offer. Good, good stuff. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Mark says, if you would send Aaron Rodgers back to San Francisco, would you then trade for Jimmy Garoppolo or Trey Lance? That's a great question. Well, let's be honest. I don't think any of us are going to say we're suddenly Super Bowl contenders if you trade for Jimmy Garoppolo, right? I think you take Trey Lance. Although I, I haven't seen enough of Trey Lance to really determine whether or not he's going to be the real deal. I mean, maybe what you would do, if indeed you would take Garoppolo, or not Garoppolo, but Trey Lance, then I think what you would do is you would probably... Um, I think what you would do is you would just let him and Jordan Love battle it out and may the best cat win. But otherwise, no. I'm, I'm, if you're going to trade away Rodgers, unless somebody is giving you the farm, okay, I am not trading him in conference. Let him go toil away um, in – you know, the AFC with all of those other up and coming quarterbacks and, and to see if they can put a, a, a team around them there. Right. That that's just me. That's what I would do. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to put him uh, in, in conference unless you're getting a boatload in return. So, uh, and I can't imagine the Packers would think about that as well. I think Garoppolo, the guy's got four playoff wins in San Fran, right? But he's got over tw almost $25 million due in salary 
Yeah, I, I, and, and Trey Lance, they believe, is waiting to play. But, I, again, what are they going to trade if, indeed, you're going to send Aaron Rodgers out to San Fran? I mean, that that is what's – that. That is what Rodgers would probably love, the team that he grew up idolizing and wanting to be like Joe Montana and all that kind of stuff. Okay. That, but does, does San Francisco want him? Would San Francisco want him? Right? I mean, think about it. That's the team that's beaten Rodgers now consistently in the postseason. Would you want then want Rodgers? You probably would. I don't think anybody's going to shy away from taking Aaron Rodgers over what they have short of some of the quarterback. I mean, I think even if the Rams said, hey, we got a shot at Aaron Rodgers, they'd take it. Right? 877-867-1670. And, uh, and, and, and ben, ben just sends me this. that uh, Ben, what did they trade? The, the 12th and the third rounder in 2021 draft plus two future first round picks to move up nine spots to draft Trey Lance? Yeah, they pretty gave, they gave up two ones. They, they gave away everything, yeah. And so what do they have then to trade? I don't think it's possible. Right. No, I don't think it's possible either. Um they they made the phone call. They took a shot at Rodgers. It was rebuffed and they then said, "Okay, our future is not going to be next year. Our future is now." And they went in all in on Trey Lance. Trey Lance is going to get the starting job. I mean, Garoppolo's done. I would I would venture the guess. Um but if suddenly Rodgers was back out there again, they don't have draft choices to cha- to to trade, but would there be any? If uh, let's just say okay, let's say you say you trade Trey Lance for Aaron Rodgers, right? And then what? You don't have draft choices, so the Packers are going to want more. But are you really going to win if you start giving away your additional pieces? You don't eh. Trey Lance and Debo. Uh, yeah, you're going to get Debo Samuel. I don't think so. Would you get Brandon Ayuk? You know, would you get him? Would you get um, Ambry Thomas? You know, would would as far as an outside uh, linebacker or a cornerback? How about their special teams coordinator? <laughs> You've already got a good special teams coordinator. That's what I'm saying. I I don't think San Francisco is not on the board anymore. They're off the board. That 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 train. I hate to use the the Mike McCarthy and Ted Thompson narrative, but that train has left the station. That that thing's done. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. If you want to hit us up, feel free. Um. At least according to Ian Rappaport, uh, going from NFL now, it looks like the Vikings are going to keep Kirk Cousins. That he is not going anywhere in twenty twenty two. They're making that statement now. I did not see it. I don't have the NFL Network on here, but apparently that's the statement that they're making right now out of Minnesota, that he is not going anywhere. Yeah, I take Bosa. Jason, you got a good point there. I take Bosa. I do that. But, uh, yeah, the Vikings are stating that uh, O'Connell and company, yeah, that uh, he is not going anywhere, that they're going to hang on to Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins... Kirk Cousins this year, see, this is the thing that's mind-boggling. He's expected to make 
million. $45 million. How? It, he's going to make the, the Vikings this year are going to pay Kirk Cousins $45 million, 21.43% of the team's total payroll. There's no way. You like that? You like that? (laughs) There's no way. And if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm sitting there going, well, if Kirk Cousins is making this, but there, but then again, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm saying Kirk Cousins is making this. I'm better than Kirk Cousins. You're right. But Kirk Cousins also has zero shot at winning a Super Bowl. I don't care who the next coach is. I don't care if Lombardi – dig up Lombardi. He ain't going to make them winners. I don't care if you bring back Jesus Christ Superstar. He ain't making them winners. They may get to nine, ten wins, whatever, and but they're not winning at all. They're just not. They don't they, – no quarterback is going to make $45 million, 21.43% of your team's total payroll, and you're going to be a winner. It ain't going to happen. There's no way you can afford to pay Kirk Cousins that amount of money. And you can't you can't move him for that amount of money. Who's going to want to pay Kirk Cousins that? Ain't happening. No! No! Right? Our good buddy Paul Allen. Feeling a little bit of angst right there. There you go. I feel bad. I have to get a more lighthearted Paul Allen drop. I know, right? Right? You just kind of slammed him right there in the car door. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Epoxy Flooring Done Right. Sean and the gang, they do it. They do it right. Whether it's epoxy flooring, polyurea coating, whatever it happens to be, at reasonable prices, top quality workmanship, colors, finishes, they can even paint the room. Right there that they're doing the, uh, the doing the flooring in. Green Bay to Milwaukee to Madison, everywhere in between. EpoxyFlooringDoneRight.com. EpoxyFlooringDoneRight.com. Or just call Sean directly, 262-443-2852. 262-443-2852. Also, don't forget about our friends Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill. Big selection of brews, cocktails, fresh-made foods. they got a big meat raffle giveaway going on right now. Go to Curly'sWaterfrontPub.com or follow them on Facebook. More of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up right now. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. Glad to have you. Can you help me, Creole? I put the Matthew Stafford thing over on Facebook. I cannot get over the amount of people that make excuses. I hope it never happens to like your daughter, your wife, your mother, where people just turn around and go, eh, she fell off the stage. Whatever. It's not my job. That's what I love. He's a football player, not a doctor. That's what I love. So you're telling me in the same situation that you know anybody that's not a doctor you don't want anybody to run up and help somebody that falls off of a stage or falls off of something like that I, I i as a human being i couldn't even do that i would be the first one down the stairs and saying oh my god is this girl okay what can i do 
I cannot believe the I've got mine, you get yours mentality. There's a lot of pieces of blank out there. There really are. What happened to humanity? It's amazing. It's amazing to me. It's amazing to me. Um, I mean, there's, don't get me wrong, the majority of people get it. I love the people that say, I wouldn't touch her. It's not about touching her. It's about saying, oh, my God, are you okay? His reaction was to turn and walk away. If that's your first thought was, I'm not going to touch her. I don't want to get sued. God, what kind of a society have we morphed into? That's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, 877-867-1670. Don't forget about our guys out of Talk about caring people. Lyle and his staff out there at J&L Tire Service. First of all, Lyle's a great guy. He does so much philanthropic work in the community out there in the Johnson Creek and Watertown area. It's amazing. But uh, they're a terrific place, uh, whether it's Goodyear, Kelly, Dunlop Tires, brake work, oil changes. They do uh, work on big rigs. So if you're an over-the-road driver and you need something done with your, your trailer, the tractor, whatever it happens to be, they can help you out there. Great people, great people out there. And they do a ton of terrific work, a ton of terrific work. Um, all you got to do is give them a shout or just stop in. They're, they're right off of 94, right in the Johnson Creek exit, just a, a block north, uh, right on the uh, eastern side of the street there. So stop on out. Tell them we said hi. That's our good people out there, uh, J&L Tire Service out in the Johnson Creek area. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Talking about Kirk Cousins. Um, if Rodgers leaves the division, and we were talking about this before, and now the Minnesota Vikings have said, no, Cousins is staying. Cousins, obviously, is then the best quarterback in the division. I think I would. I think we would all agree upon that. Um, the after the, By the way, they went with, uh, I saw the four-letter network earlier today, uh, and I don't know who put this up, the top five quarterbacks in the NFL right now is Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Matthew Stafford, then Aaron Rodgers, then Joe Burrow. No Patrick Mahomes. And Matthew Stafford is above Aaron Rodgers? Really? I give him credit. Won a Super Bowl. Josh Allen brought his team back against Kansas City, only to see them ultimately falter. But, man, he had a hell of a season. No Patrick Mahomes, who actually put his team over the top to beat Josh Allen and company. But now the question is, is Matthew Stafford a top three quarterback? No. No, he's not. He played well. I give him, give him credit. I always think to myself, what would Rodgers do with the group of players that were around a Super Bowl winning quarterback? And part of me says Rodgers would probably excel beyond belief. But this year, coming into this season, there's there's going to be a lot of scrutiny on Rodgers because nobody's going to give two dams about the statistics or about the season. It's all about postseason. It's all about postseason. I mean, if I had to pick the quarterbacks right now in the National Football League, I, I my, my number one is Rodgers, but it's all about the postseason now. So he can no longer say, I put up all these great numbers in the regular season. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, I'd probably go with Joe Burrow because I think that guy's just a badass. As far as top five goes. Already? 
I just like the way the guy throws, man. It, to me, it's all about standing tall in the pocket. If you're going to go with the top five quarterbacks, Josh Allen, I think we can all agree upon, right? He's going to be one of the top five, correct? Yes. Um, Patrick Mahomes has got to be there, yep. right? Rodgers has to be there. Yep. Okay. After that, do we the, the better quarterback, is it Russell Wilson just because of longevity? Is it Lamar Jackson? Should he belong in that group? You know, I, I don't think Justin Herbert can be considered that yet because he had a really good season, but but there were times he just faltered badly. Dak Prescott, I don't think Dak Prescott's one of the top no. five, but he should be considered in that area with probably from four down because there's that second level of player. Kirk Cousins, people tend to forget about Kirk, but he had a hell of a year, statistically speaking. I think he's better than Dak Prescott. I do, too. Kyler Murray had the first seven games of the year. Fantastic. After that, was was a mess. How good is Stafford? He just proved he can win a Super Bowl. I, I, I If I'm going with my top three or four quarterbacks... Right now, uh, Aaron Rodgers is one. Patrick Mahomes is two. Josh Allen is three. I would venture a guess. I mean, out of the AFC North, do you go Joe Burrow or do you go to Lamar Jackson? Joe Burrow. I would go Joe Burrow, too. But I still, I I think I'd put Russell Wilson up there with the other guys. See, I would probably put Russell Wilson in a number four. Yeah, I don't really get the narrative that he's fallen off a cliff. It's like he got hurt for the first time in his career, and the only reason right. he didn't play is because his middle finger on his throwing hand was bent in half. Right. So I agree. I think Russell Wilson's probably number four, and, and, and you talk about a guy that could play next season with a chip on his shoulder. I mean, that guy may be it. The problem is, is, is he going to have enough talent around him to actually win? They oh, I, ended up this, this year the bottom of that division. Oh, I think he's gone. You think he's gone? Now the question is, where does he end up? What circumstance does he find himself in? Or with that mid-level to just below good quarterback or just below top five? I think you look at Baltimore with Lamar Jackson. Um, I think Tannehill's kind of on that good but not great. Derek Carr's on that good but not great. Um, We already talked about Kirk Cousins. Um... Matt Ryan. What what the hell happened to Matt Ryan out of Atlanta? You know, he was a guy that was right there. He was at a Super Bowl and just gone. Kyler Murray's good, not great, and we'll see what he how he rebounds. Matthew Stafford's good. I don't think he belongs in the top five, but good. So, you know, there, there's probably three really elite quarterbacks that are better than everybody else. There's probably a couple that are knocking on the door. And then after that, you've got that next level, that tier of guys that if you put a lot of pieces around them, these good pieces around them, yeah, they could probably get you to a Super Bowl. They're good enough to get you a Super Bowl, but they're not great. They can't throw the team on their back and get you to a Super Bowl. And that's the difference, in my opinion, anyway.
877-867-1670. Stick around. we got more of the Bill Michael Show final segment coming up. This portion of the program also brought to you by our friends at the Wrestling Taco. Uh, Marcus, Nicole, the whole gang. Stop out 84th Street, just south of uh, the uh, State Fair Park in West Allis. Wrestling Taco. Margaritas, tacos, burritos, enchiladas. Love it. Good stuff. Wrestling Taco. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Possibly be an indicator. I think it is. The Green Bay Packers are expected to hire, at least according to Aaron Wilson. Now, Aaron Wilson uh, covers the NFL for Pro Football Network. Uh, he worked for the Houston Chronicle, the Baltimore Sun, so he's got some cred to him. He says that the Packers are, are hiring Tom Clements as a new quarterback's coach. Remember? He was, he was Aaron's guy years ago. So there you go. That is significant. In my opinion. That's significant. That's that's basically saying we believe Aaron's coming back and Tom's is Tom's is compadre and yeah, he's uh he's going to be back. So there you go. There you go. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Tom Clements coming back as the quarterback's coach of the Green Bay Packers. Pretty significant, if you ask me. I agree. Uh, Aaron says, uh, hey, Bill, uh, love the show. Uh, I agree with you. Stafford needed to at least do something. You don't need to look any further than his wife's face to realize that something was horrifically wrong, but yet Stafford chose to turn his back and walk away. That's what I've said. I said, look, if, if everybody says, well, he didn't realize it, how did his wife know and he didn't? Just look at the people around him. You know? I, mean, it's, I get it. I get what you're saying. Uh, Anthony says, uh, I cannot believe that you said uh, he's a good quarterback, uh, meaning Kirk Cousins. He's got his topic is Kirk Cousins. I can't believe you said he's a good quarterback. What does he want? I never said he's a great quarterback. He's a good quarterback. He's a good quarterback. You know, all you got to do is go. Okay, Miami. If you're the if you're my if you're Miami, would you take him? Yeah. Over Tua? Hell yeah. If you're the Jets, would you take him? Yep. If you're Cleveland, would you take him over Baker Mayfield? Probably. If you're Pittsburgh, would you take him right now? And now the Big Ben's gone? Probably. Do you think Kirk Cousins would propel the Indianapolis Colts better and further than what they went this year? Yeah. Is he better than what they have in Houston? Even if Deshaun Watson's healthy, is he better than Deshaun Watson? I think Watson's a good talent. I just don't know what he is anymore. Is he he better than Derek Carr? I think he's probably a, a, a titch better than Derek Carr. They would kill for him in Denver, right? 
Ben, would you take him in Philadelphia? Well, no, but that Jay, doesn't have Jay, to do you, with his ability. I just don't like him. Okay. So do you think he's better than Jalen Hurts? At this point, yes. There you go. They take him in Washington. They take him in New York for the Giants. Um, I think he's better than what Jared Goff over in Detroit. Uh, he's better than anything they have in New Orleans. He's Hell, they a, may take him over, over Matt Ryan right now in Atlanta. He's won a road playoff game. They got how many quarterbacks that are on that upper tier can say that right now. Carolina? Yeah, they take him. I don't think they're going to take him over Trey Lance. They want to find out what they have there. The the NFC West, the only team that would probably take him would be San Francisco as a backup if Trey Lance fails. I don't think, well, unless Kyler Murray becomes just some kind of a crazy head case. But for the majority of those teams I just reeled off, hell yeah, they take him. So to say that, you know, he's not good because he hasn't won a championship, well, there's a lot of those quarterbacks I just went through that haven't won a championship. I never said he was great. Great is reserved. We use the term great far too much. Where there are great quarterbacks or on the verge of, great is Rodgers. Rodgers is the last really great quarterback that you can say under center, but you can't put, he's a winner. He's not a champion. Not consistently anyway. He has a ring. So you you got to at least consider him to be that champion. He's He's a step better than Dan Marino, right? Because Marino got there and never won it. Think about this. I was uh, There was a statistic this morning that I heard. Was it like 19 or 20-something quarterbacks? For the first time they went, they never went back. For all the quarterbacks that have played in the National Football League, the quarterbacks that have went there for the first time and lost the Super Bowl don't go back. So if you're in Cincinnati, you're kind of putting palm to forehead going, oh, my God, what does this mean for Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals? Think about that. For all the quarterbacks that have been there that for their very first time and did not win, didn't go back. Goff didn't go back. Who else is in the league right now that uh, hasn't gone back? Um, that went and lost. You said Matt Jared Ryan? Goff. Matt Ryan. Yeah, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's another one. That's in the league right now. Cam, has gone. if that counts. Uh, yeah, Cam Newton. He has not been back to a Super Bowl since. Cam Newton melted down. He's not been the same quarterback since he walked off the stage all mad about the questioning after that Super Bowl loss to Peyton Manning and company. Yeah. Rex Grossman, way back when. Well, just, yeah, you go through the list. You know, the Super Bowl quarterbacks that never made it back. You know, that never, never went back. It pains me, but Donovan. Right? Yep, Donovan McNabb, another one. God, think about this. Okay, let's go through this here real quick because I, I, I don't have a ton of time. But Jimmy G. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, not been back. Jared Goff, not been back. Um, Matt Ryan's not been back. Cam Newton's not been back. Wilson won it, so you can't say, no, I'm not going there. Um, Kaepernick never went back. Drew Brees won it. 
Kurt Warner won it. Roethlisberger won it. Brady and Manning won it. You're right with Rex Grossman. Matt Hasselbeck didn't go back. Donovan McNabb didn't go back. Then Jake, Jake DeLome. Oh, Jake DeLome go. didn't go back. Rich Gannon didn't go back. Uh, Kerry Collins didn't go back. Steve McNair didn't go back. Chris Chandler didn't go back. Um, you can kind of say Drew Bledsoe, yes and no, but he was with the Patriots, and then when he got hurt, that's when Brady took over and they won it, but they ended up going back. Uh, Neil O'Donnell didn't go back. Stan Humphreys didn't go back. The exception to that rule at this point would be Jim Kelly because Jim Kelly kept going back and just never won it. Going all the way back to, what, 1990, I think? Yeah, 1990. Boomer Esiason didn't go back. Tony Eason didn't go back. Yeah, man, that's a whole whole list of dudes that never went back to the uh, never. If you you made it the first time and you lost, you the history history would tell you you're not going back. Yeah, you go all the way back. You started with like Dan Marino years and years ago. Whew. All right. Another day in the books. Tomorrow we're going to wrap up the week. You can find everything. If you missed a portion of it, you want to listen to the best of, whatever it happens to be, the podcast is always up and running. Spotify, uh, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts. You can find us there. Find us over on Facebook and the Facebook fan page. YouTube, subscribe for free. If you want to watch the show, go to YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. Find us over there. Back at it again tomorrow. I don't know what we're going to talk about tomorrow, but uh, but we'll get back at it. We'll have a good time tomorrow. Andy Herman will we'll be here. Andy Herman, Pack-A-Day Podcast, going to join us. There you go. We're already uh, pre-booking. <laughs> good stuff. Until we talk again, have a great day. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe. <laughs>